word. You just meshed them all together. What? All your languages. All my languages. Well, that's how my mum brought me up talking. So whenever she dropped something, she'd say, uh, mad all the time, which is the shit, shit. It's just German shit and then French shit <laughs> one after the other. And that's what I grew up around because she didn't want to swear. I think she just didn't want to swear around me, but she lived in Germany for a little bit. Oh, and right. then like France. So it's what shakes the mad all the time. It's my household. Geeks! Geeks. Geeks. Hello, and welcome to Geeks, the world's number one entertainment podcast yeah, recorded in this very room. The room in question today uh, taking place in the United Great Britons of England. We, uh, <laughs> we fled the US. That hurt place. my heart as an American. <laughs> <laughs> well, people get confused in America, so I thought, why not confuse them more? Uh, yeah, we, we are in Europe and in a little town called Saffron Walden, sort of uh, just outside Cambridge. Uh, which is a city. Uh, yeah, which is where Jamie Oliver lives. Mm. Saffron Walden. That's how American people might know Saffron Walden. But it's mm. very small, very quaint. Very different from LA. Uh, I'm your host, Al White. I wore braces as a kid because I sucked my thumb too much. I've never been to India and I once split my best friend's head open and then spent five hours crying about it in a forest. And we never talk about it. <laughs> I'm joking. We talk about it all the time. Uh, to my left is our very special guest, punch drunk love, Haruka. I never know how to say your second name properly, so I'm not going to embarrass myself now. <laughs> Go on, give it a shot. No, because every time... I did it last time and I fucked it up and I felt so bad that I've known you for years, but I never have occasion to say your second name and you never say your second name. So no, it's like, how am I going to do it? You give it a go. I don't remember how to spell it. How is it? Haruka Abe? No. Well, that's how like, I'm saying there's, it. There's like an accent, but there's no accent. Abe. 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 Yeah. Abe. Because that's saying I always want to do Abe, but it's Abe. Abe. Oh, it, actually, it's Abe. Abe. But Ooh. doesn't matter. Like really. Doesn't matter. You can let no. us off. Haruka Abe. Abe. Just call me and I'll. And Queen Haruka. Um, and to my right, a streetcar named Desire, Katie Watson. It's a good one. Wow. Well, happy with that one? Yeah. Like cool. it. How are you guys doing? Pretty good. We had a real testosterone. Ep- well, we didn't have an episode last week, which I have to apologize. Uh, basically, it was my responsibility to record. Our equipment let us down. And the guys, Nate and Alex in LA, couldn't uh, jump on board quick enough because uh, they are not puppets. Um, sadly, we should really get puppets. It would be great if they were puppets. We'll work on <laughs> um, so, yeah, sorry, we missed a week. We always promised we'd never miss a week. We won't again. And we're going to make up for it with a whole bunch of podcasts, which I'll get into later. Plus, um, you get girls on this yeah. one. Yeah. Because last time they just had three dudes. So much better than dudes. And you, mm. could, you could smell it. Yeah. Over the airwaves. Um, so I thought we'd balance it out this week. So what have you guys been up yeah. to? Yeah. Just <laughs> nothing. <laughs> nothing. Just existing. Uh, Do you want to introduce uh, who people are so people don't know? Uh, Katie yeah. Watson. Tell us a little bit about yourself. I thought I didn't have to do my five things. No, you don't have to do your five things. So Katie Watson, uh, full disclosure, is my girlfriend. Um, she is part of the company uh, <laughs> Tesla. She's a chef and a writer, and she's been on a couple of our podcasts, our specials. And, and she's we'll be beautiful. Oh, really? Very talented. Well, they could see me. All right. Disturbing. <laughs> I feel like I'm, you know, everyone's looking at my nose from that angle. Anyway, uh, yeah, I I was in Cambridge a lot this last couple of weeks. You taking, yeah, taking you a course. Cambridge University. Making my course. mom proud. I was jealous. I it was mostly just so I could explain to my mother that I went to Cambridge and then how to explain to her what that meant because she did not <laughs> understand why that was a big deal. Like right. the most prestigious and oldest universities in I the world. I had to explain this to world. her. Yeah, I had to explain that to oh her. Oh my God. 
Um, yeah. And Haruka. Yes. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, is this my five Not yet. Things we'll get to your five okay. things. This is just a little intro so okay. people who don't know who you are know who you are. Um, I am me and therefore I am. That is um, true. That seems enough. That's fine. <laughs> Let's move on. Uh, nice. No, so you're an actress. I am an actress or actor. Actor. actor All right. Sorry. As I prefer to call, refer to myself, but actress is fine. No, I feel horrible now. Whatever. I'm gonna write you a letter. Yeah, you better. Um, mm. Yeah, we've worked together a couple of times, and mm-hmm. you've been in some cool movies. Mm-hmm. Um, you're in a cool project at the moment. You're allowed to talk about projects that you just filmed, or you're not meant to. Um, no, I, I should be fine. Should be fine. Should be fine. Talk a little bit about what you've been doing. Um. Yeah, um, it's been an interesting summer. I was filming an interactive feature film for two months, um, for six weeks. We shot 1,450 slates, Holy more or less, shit, that's insane. in like two Crazy. weeks. That's insane. Which apparently is more than Harry Potter shot in like six months or <sighs> something. And so you do yeah. this all at night, right? Yeah, mostly at night. That's crazy. Yeah. So I'm still getting used to the daylight. So this, this thing's like a new kind of technology. I mean, I know they've tried a little bit with some things. We have an alternate scene here and there and like Final Destination straight to DVD mm-hmm. and stuff. But there's never been a film fully done like this. Yeah, so no, It's no. kind of a choose-your-own-adventure. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's like, it's a bit like that um, Telltale's mm. Walking Dead yeah, yeah, yeah. game, oh, yeah, yeah. but in a film format. Mm, and cool. apparently it's like a new technology that this company invented so it's going to be like pretty seamless and like play out in real time so, so it doesn't fun. just like the, so doesn't the, the screen doesn't just freeze no and then things come up wow that's re- that's awesome so you can actually interact yeah that's really cool yeah and what's it called uh late shift late shift so late when shift. is that going to be projected to appear in people's lives uh by the end of this year i oh, heard wow. so yeah that's yeah, a quick that's turnaround crazy. they're powering through awesome. yeah. that's cool um. Yeah, and other people might know you as much as you love to talk about it. I know as the girl from the Clean Bandit song. Um, yes, that is more. Do you still get shouted at in the streets for that one? I do, oh, and it's like the most embarrassing thing. <laughs> you just got to own it. Like, yeah, I wrote the song. I sing the songs. My song. I directed <laughs> it. It's all me. Yeah. Um, just get you a scooter to rub around in yeah. London. Yeah, just on. always be on that scooter. Yeah, yeah. I still because all the costume were my own. So I still have the top and the oh, really? pair of jeans and the headphones and stuff. So, oh, yeah. man. Yeah. You'd bring it. They didn't even give you different clothes? No. What? So yeah. I know. Uh, it's fine. So that's us. Uh, we are Tesla, the international production house based out of LA, London, Tokyo. We make movies, but because we love it and hate you, we put out this weekly podcast. Uh, you can follow us on all social medias as we are Tesla. And in early September, it was going to be a late August, but I've let everyone down. In early September, we're launching our website, wearetesla.com. Uh, but for now, you can just head over to our sister site, Movie Murmurs, for our weekly podcast. But if you're listening to it now, you've already found us. So you've done well at done. least 90% of the battle. The last you're in like the top listening. five percentile. Pro- yeah. Or is it fifth percentile or five? I don't know. I just like the word percentile right now. Yeah, I know. Um, so we don't have the guys. So normally we kick off. Uh, actually, no, we're going to kick off. Sorry, we're going to go back to you, Haruka, quickly. Because I want to hear. Because whenever we have a guest, we like to tell them to give us five things right, about okay. themselves. They'll just let us know a little bit about you, what you like. Okay, so basically, I am a... Oh, God. Um. <laughs> what are you about to say? <laughs> you are blushing. 
Okay. Um, I am a London Tokyo hybrid actress who is into. Wait. Um, <laughs> this is on my Twitter profile, um, so I should know this. Um, in who who is into? Um, what was it? Do you want me to look up your Twitter profile? Yes, please. <laughs> not doing it. You have to know what you're into. Uh, means nothing. I'm going to check you against your Twitter profile now. That's what's going to happen. Uh, oh yeah, music, whiskey, cats, and hats. Ah, that's me. Music, whiskey, whiskey cats, and hats. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're going to have to ask you now. What's your favorite brand of whiskey? Hibiki. Oh, that's okay. a good one. Excellent. I love Hibiki. Uh, can you get that in Western places or? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's pretty big nowadays. What is your favorite type of music? I like anything from rock to metal to some hippie shit. Um, so they don't have hippie any. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, um, yeah. Okay. So. Um, what? Uh, well, what were you thinking of movies? Cats and hats. Cats and hats. What's your favorite type of cat? <laughs> Do you like them cat? short hairs or the like, long hairs? I don't care as long as they're cats. Do you like the hairless ones that are all skinny and Egyptian and scary? Yeah, like not a, them not so much. Like a razor head. Mm. Um, what's your favourite kind of movies then? Um, I like horrors. I like drama. I like anything apart from rom-coms actually. Mm. Anything mm. apart from rom-coms? Apart from rom-coms. There are no rom-coms, no redeeming? Mm-mm. Really? Mm. See, rom-coms not like are a When Harry Met Sally kind of girl? Mm, not really. Rom coms are funny interesting because rom coms as a genre, yeah, I think of yeah, when mm. Harry Met Sally, American side, and on our side, four weddings and funeral, right, Wimbledon stuff like that. But, and I want to do a special cast on this someday, I think, because I think there are good redeeming rom coms where there are romantic films that are funny, but like so like uh like a Greta Gerwig film. Oh sure. Like an indie, you know, like film, like something like uh like even The Squid and the Whale or something. Well, that's not a rom com, but you know what I mean. A kind of indie sort of film where More Rushmore, quirky. Rushmore yeah. is sort of a rom com in a uh, weird way. Um, maybe, but you know what I mean. There are films Sorry, out no. there. This is mm. what we need to prep before we do these. <laughs> but there are films out there where they have where the romantic films with comedy in them, and I feel rom coms could be done on the head a little. So I'm looking on your Twitter thing right now, and all it says is actress, London Tokyo hybrid, and then Haruka for pe dot com. Oh. Yeah. You've taken off. I have taken you think? my tagline off actually recently. Sorry. Disgraceful. Uh, so we normally kick off with Nate's blowdown, which is the news. Nate is not here. So it is just now the news. I'm not just going to say the blowdown. That doesn't work. <laughs> we got a lot of things happened this week. And I'm only talking about last week. And we're not going to talk about the week that we missed because that's old news now. No one gives a shit. Um, so we've got a ton of stuff. Uh, so what we do when we play the news is we play Seacrest or Gosling. So I'm going to say a news item. If you want to, if you like it and you prove it and you think it's actually newsworthy and we want to talk a little about it, you say Gosling. If you think there's a bullshit and we should move on, you say Seacrest. Got it. Got it? Okay. Understand okay. the rules? Mm-hmm. it. Number one, the posters came out for Alice in Wonderland 2 through the looking glass. You got to be quicker. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's difficult because I don't know what else is going to come up. So I don't know if I want to spend my time on something that I'm moderately interested in. I would, mm. I would see Chris that personally. Okay. But for some people, it matters. Uh, you guys found the original? Were, I hated the first No, I didn't like mm. the original. No, no, no. Really it was bad. Uh, Bradley Cooper trailer came out for Burnt, 
where he plays a chef again. First time since his secret TV show. So uh, shitty. I don't think trailer looks quite good. Uh, the first look at Black Panther and Civil War set popped up, so we got the first look. Of, you're not allowed to see Chris. This one's one's too important. All right, fair yeah. enough. Gosling. Uh, we got our first uh, yeah shots of the Black Panther in his suit in uh, Civil War. I have to say, so we were recording this podcast a day earlier. So if any more news pops up in in the interim, I apologize. Uh, such as today because we're in the europe's okay well such as today or yesterday i think different uh, yeah we're in the future yeah uh today or yesterday they actually showed some clips of civil war at the disney i think it's the, well, the d23 isn't it called the big convention that just happened and they mm. actually showed a brief shot of black panther and the suit looks cool it looks nice good. like it um so yeah that's happening and they had they had some cool little clips from civil war uh Brief Who's spoilers. playing Black Panther again? Don't oh, hit me. Oh, fuck. I forgot his name. Oh, well, good. You don't know. I forgot his name. No. That's fine. <laughs> uh, Kindergarten Cop sequel is happening. So when Arnie came back to films, he said he wanted to do a lot of... He wanted to return to some of his biggest triumphs. <laughs> Everyone said, you got to do Kindergarten Cop oh sequel. But guess what? It's happening, but without him. <laughs> Who's uh, in it? Dolph Lundgren. I have no idea who that is. He's uh, the, one of the other 80s stupid. He's in uh, you know, Expendables now. But why not Arnie? Uh, I have no idea. He I made see, that movie. <laughs> about this to find out. That's stupid. Anyway, we don't need to talk about that. Just yeah, thought you should know there's a Kindergarten Cop sequel coming. Uh, Tarantino's first teaser trailer for The Hateful Eight came out. Yeah. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it? seen it, but I would love to. You should watch it. So we should gosling <laughs> all over that. Mm. Uh, have you seen it? Not yet, no. So I, I have one problem with this trailer. Well, no, I have two problems actually because it looks great and it's Tarantino. Um, and it's interesting to see him do two genre movies in a row, two westerns straight after another. Because mm-hmm. uh, Django was his last one, wasn't it? I believe so, was yeah. It? Mm. Um, Seems forever ago now. It's like three years ago? Yeah. Yeah. So. My two problems with this film. Number one is that this teaser is a trailer. It's not a teaser. It goes on for ages. Right. <laughs> and... It's, it's. I was expecting a couple of shots and to get really excited. Instead, I was a little bit burnt out by the time I got to the end. Uh, my other problem with it is it looks like it takes place in two locations. One is the uh, snowy wood and the other is inside a shack. Mm. Uh, which if it does and he goes with it, great. Because Reservoir Dogs obviously mostly one location and amazing. Mm. Um, so if you get like great conversations um, and that kind of dialogue yeah. in one location, fantastic. Yeah, I don't know why else he would do. I mean, maybe he's just not giving away stuff. Maybe yeah. this, he's just trying to Maybe that's the tease. I mean, Maybe. to be fair, he's had other films where they weren't all in one place and they still had great dialogue. No, I know. But I'm is just saying... Is that what saying, you're trying to say? No, or? no, no. What I'm saying is I got bored by the look of it quite quickly oh. because I only saw two variations of look. And right. the dialogue in the in the trailer is great, but it's that kind of modern, slightly self-knowing, poppy, you know, slightly you know, bittersweet, funny dialogue that Tarantino does so well. Sure. If... It's only in a couple of locations. It needs to be as smartly written as Wrestle Dogs and not as tongue-in-cheek as Django and Kill Bill and everything he's done recently. Because those films, you need more locations. Really calling Kill Bill recent? <laughs> not what, but his, okay, the latter half of his career. Right. Which is just stuffed with a different type of... Um, you know, th- I because understand Because Dogs and Pulp Fiction and even Jackie Brown, there's a sincerity to that dialogue. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it's still homaging pulpiness and you know, referencing old films and different genres, but it wasn't... It's snarky without being cloying. Yeah, it's not as self-knowing, and it became very self-knowing later, which I'm fine with, but I don't think it works well if it's just in one location or two locations. All right. I'm probably way out of line with that, but... What's the premise of this one? 
I purposely stayed away as much as I can. I mean, oh, the trailer okay. doesn't tell you that much All right. in terms of story. Right. But the script is out there because he remember he he it got leaked and then he got all pissed off and then he said oh, not yeah. making this movie. Yeah. All that stuff. When is that one due out? Um, that's Christmas Day, I think. Oh. Think. Big someone, guns. Someone got a phone. Someone check that. That'd be great. Um, the first photo and cast details for Star Wars Rogue One, which is the first um, Star Wars story film. So you got Star Wars Seven which comes out this Christmas. And then this one comes out next year. I can't remember which month it is. Um, and then Star Wars 8. And then there's the one that's meant to be Han Solo and Boba Fett. And then you've got Star Wars 9, which we'll get to in a bit. Um, but this is Gareth Edwards' one, the director of Monsters, Godzilla, and now this. Um, we, and this is the one that's based around... It's a prequel mm. to the first Star Wars. And it's about the people who steal the Death uh, Star plans, I believe. And... Uh, if you've seen the original Star Wars, you know they're all meant to die. So that would be interesting. <laughs> but it's a war film. And the photo looked great to me. Mm. It's got Zoe Bell back in this one. I like her. Uh, it's not till January 8th of January next 8th. year, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. 2016. Um, yeah. Rogue One. You saw the of Rogue One, didn't you? Huh? You like it? You like the look yeah, of Rogue yeah, One? Yeah, it looks stunning. That's cool. Really cool. I like that more gritty, sort of, yeah, war-torn sort of feel to yeah. the Star Wars film. Interesting. The strong female lead is always appreciated. Yeah. She, she looked really different in that photo. Mm. I almost thought like have to recast her because it looked like a different woman. Mm. Um, and then you got Donnie Yen in it, which bodes well for some great action sequences. Um, so that was that was exciting. Um, three actresses are in contention for the female lead in Gambit. Uh, we got Rebecca Ferguson. Who's from Mission Impossible Rogue Nation? We've got mm. Leia Sado, am I saying that right? From Spectre, uh, the new James Bond. And we have Abby Lee from Mad Max. Um, Which one was she? She's one. Is she the really pretty one? Don't think she's that. Not the pregnant one, I don't think. She's. Oh. Um, I feel really bad. I get all of the names of those ones muddled up because oh, they're my first time okay. learning their names. Um, yeah. Uh, that's happening. Gambit. <laughs> Is that. Is yeah, that Gambit. another remake? No, that? so Gambit's the um, yeah, you know Gambit from X Men. Oh right, and okay. This is the one with Channing Tatum, who's now locked in, hundred uh-huh. percent playing it, so they're moving forward and getting the the He's female. He's like all over the place right now. Channing. He's in the new Tarantino film as well. Is he? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yep. I think he's playing the lead villain or one of the lead characters at least. Huh. Did I miss yeah. him? I don't know. He's in the IMDb's. Interesting. Um, James Wan. The uh, writer, producer, director of Saw, uh, Conjuring, mm-hmm. Insidious, and of course Furious 7, is producing the new Mortal Kombat movie, <laughs> which is interestingly being written by Oren Uziel, I don't know how you pronounce his name, I'm afraid, who wrote the Mortal Kombat Legacy web series that fans loved, and uh, the guy who wrote The Expendables. Uh, I'm just saying that because I'm more amused at Mortal Kombat. Is coming back. Right. <laughs> Someone like James Wan. Because <laughs> Fury 7 is now, what is that, fourth, fifth biggest film ever? Right. So the, the guy directed like the fourth biggest film in history and all these horror films is making a Mortal Kombat movie. Like he's mm. not directing it, but still. Right. Amuses me. Mm. Um, Universal are having a great month because we are eight months into the year and they have already broken the record for the highest grossing year ever for a studio just with Furious 7 and Jurassic World. Damn. Wow. Um, 
So yeah, they're pretty happy. Uh, it's been yeah, it's been the biggest year ever for films. Wow. And we still got mm. Star Wars to come. Whoop. But that's Disney. So mm. yeah. Um. So what did Disney have? I guess they had Avengers and Star Wars. I wonder because that could. Yeah, that could be interesting because they mm-hmm. could potentially view them out, couldn't they? I mean, you'd hope Avengers and Star Wars would beat out Furious 7. and I mean, I guess Jurassic World's always going to be Jurassic World was big for a lot of people. Oh, I think yeah. it's mm-hmm. on the same wavelength as the as Star Wars fans. I mean, not the same fans, but I'm saying like it is on the same realm of recognition in our generation. I think it is, I but, think. I, but Star Wars got to be bigger. Oh, Jurassic I'm sure it World. is. Got to be. Um, Maybe. It'll be interesting to see those numbers, yeah. though, at the end of the year. Cause, uh, Colin Trevorrow, the director of Jurassic World, speaking of, is signed on to take over from Josh Trank. Was he? No, he was directing the in-between one, wasn't he? But anyway, he signed on to direct Star Wars 9. Um, so he's had quite a career turn. From mm. Safety Not Guaranteed to Jurassic World, now to Star Wars 9. Good for him. Give him yeah. a lovely man. Um, from what I've heard within interviews, he seems lovely. Cool. Okay. Nice. Uh, the Deadpool trailer came out um, in its unrated version. Um, anybody see that one? No. Nope. Funny. Did I watch that with you? Yeah, I think. Uh, well, I'm not sure. It's a Ryan Reynolds one. Um, oh. I'm going to get out now. I'm going to talk about some of the other ones. All right. Because it's worth watching. I like it. Anyway, um, <laughs> YouTube app for a second. Um, I'm put this on in the background, oh, but I gotta keep reading at the same we're time. We're gonna put it on the background. Yeah, that's how we roll. Oh, um, she has very dramatic eyebrows. Resident <laughs> Evil Six, the final chapter, is gonna be the end of the Anderson Resident Evil movies. Everyone with me? Nope. <laughs> no, <we're just> <laughs> Not Deadpool at all. Now. Um, so yeah, that's a relief. I think Resident Evil Six. They've made increasingly more money with each film, I believe. Um, I see. I see. I made a mistake. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're not even. <laughs> I thought you could maybe do two things at once. That's not happening. So I gotta pause this. So I have to know mm-hmm. if you are excited about this because it's Ryan Reynolds. Oh, of course, that gets you peaked. Okay. But what's weird about this is because Ryan Reynolds played Deadpool in the first Wolverine solo movie, and mm. they fucked the whole character because the whole point of him is he's funny. He's like Gabby. He breaks the fourth wall right. all the time. And they literally turned him into someone who had his mouth uh, masked over. So he was a forced mute oh. in the film. And it was just a middle finger to fans. Right. Um, and That's not nice. Ryan Reynolds fought to get an R-rated lower budget version made oh. where he's the real character. Um, and oh, somehow they managed to do it. Game news. It's interesting. Peter Dinklage. We all like to be the What? That's, yep. <laughs> that's what he wakes up to every morning. I know. That's his ringer on his alarm. Uh, and he's like, oh, yes, that's who I am. <laughs> he, uh, so he's the voice in Bungie's Destiny. Um, and he was given a lot of flag for it, partly probably because of script, partly because of the directing of the voiceover, and partly because he phoned it in. Um, they are now doing DLC for Destiny and they've hired in, I believe, Nolan North, who's, you know, a, a, a huge game stalwart, isn't everything. Uh, but in a very unusual move, they've got Nolan to re-record all of the dialogue that Peter Dinklage had already done. So if you start playing Destiny now, 
Peter Dinklage never was, you know, doesn't exist. It's never in there. Um, which I understand from a canon point of view in terms of, well, okay, if he's not able to come back or we don't want him to come back, whichever it really was, we get in someone else and get him to record everything. So it's very, you know, it feels like uh, we're not changing characters and yeah. changing casting. But mm-hmm. at the same time, this is really weird because... It's kind of strange. No, nothing else gets to do this. You don't make a film and recast someone and then go, okay, we're going to go back and reshoot everything from before and put you back in you know put a different actor in those scenes it happens though it has well, happened has it in the ever past. happened i think so not actually reshooting for previous stuff don't think not like like you recast all the time but actually then going you know we need to go back and and take that person out and cdr you in to well that. someone did exactly that to me so yeah oh, really? it has happened but on a smaller scale okay. not you know yeah yeah something that's extensive um, but yeah, that's just a weird decision because that's probably not much money and time for them. A little bit, a little bit of resources, but it just sounds like somebody who had a very strong opinion had a lot of the money. Yeah, mm. and they're just had more clout. I think it just kind of shows how dedicated they are to Destiny, and if there's going to be a change, they see this as very early on in that mm. franchise. Yeah, so they just valid, you know what, I let's guess. just rectify this now. If they mm. feel that strongly about it, yeah, they get to say what happens. So there you go. Peter Dinklage out of destiny. No, Tyrion. Uh. That's upsetting. It's the only show where he actually does die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Guillermo del Toro has come out now after all the back and forth um, to say he will never work on a video game again, uh, calling himself an albatross to video games. Uh, any company he gets involved with folds, which is true. THQ he got involved with with Insane, it was called, the game back in 20. 20- 10 or 11 or 12 mm-hmm. didn't happen yeah. company folded um then he got involved with kojima to make silent hills didn't happen silent hills folded kojima then their company just fell apart um yeah and he said he's not interested <laughs> anymore he thinks he's just what do you say he had a, he had a he had some funny quote about how if he got involved like somebody's house would burn down or something yeah. like that yeah <laughs> he just sounded so sad about it he, well, he really wants to make i know he just sounded lesson. really desperate he's like every time i try i know it's kind <laughs> of true though. work out like these are extreme like tsq was an extreme you know for a big company like that to fold right. the way it did and with what's happened with kojima is huge gaming news every week at the moment and we still don't know what the real story is between him and konami um and, but whether it had anything to do with silent hills or not we don't know uh, but yeah, Guillermo, giving up. Is it Guillermo or Guillermo? Sorry, yeah, probably it's Guillermo. I was just curious. I, wasn't I think it's Guillermo. I well, think it's Guillermo. We'll just call him Toro. Toro. There you go. Uh, the UK will get Jurassic World 2 two weeks before the US. What the fuck? On June the 7th in 2018. Why? Um, which is more weird news, I feel, just because it's a long way away. <laughs> They're three years away. Why would you say this now? Right. Like, why would you even decide this now? I mean, I appreciate you need to set your dates early and, you know, they need to do right. all that stuff and work amp towards it. But that's just weird because you could change that later, surely, couldn't you? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. why, why would those two weeks matter? Particularly for mm-hmm. something where you know 100% this is going to sell everywhere. Sure. Like, mm. Don't know. Weird. Weird. Um, Jason, the Friday the 13th TV show is still happening. Sorry, we've given up the Seacrest and Gosling now. <laughs> yeah, but these are actually interesting. Mm. Good. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't have the full... Do I still have it up? Yeah, I do. 
Okay, so they said some weird stuff about this. So they've been gestating a Friday the 13th TV show for years now, um, as well as the sequel, because the sequel to the films will actually be the 13th Friday the 13th. Um, but the TV show, they've now come out, it's happening, it's with CW, and it's a reimagining. And here's some of the interesting stuff they said. They said it's going to be a cross between the first season of True Detective and Twin Peaks on Acid. I think Twin Peaks was already on acid. <laughs> That's exactly what They're I was gonna thinking. Eat mushrooms and then drop acid. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, like listen to this stuff. It's like the town from Jaws. It's like Amityville twenty years later, and someone says, "I think the shark is back." Everyone is like, "Oh shit, we can't have the shark back. We have finally grown up as a town, and we have all this mythology, but it ruined our city." The show will dive into that mythology and explore. That was the end of the quote. Yeah, sorry, end quote. That's ridiculous. And explore <laughs> what this Jason is. Uh, open quote. Part of the fun of the show is exploring, is this Jason or is this a copycat? Is it possible that Jason has been around all these years? Is Jason a monster? Is he real? Is he a serial killer? And really exploring who and what Jason is, is part of the whole thrill of the show, says Mitchell. Hmm. Um, finally, Mitchell reveals that the series is set in a universe where Friday 13th films exist. Uh, wow. So it's made all after right. all the killings took place stigmatized the town our show is a true story of jason here's the real story it's been taken and exploited so we have the young crowd who doesn't know who he is except for what they've seen in the movies and the older crowd who is afraid of him we have a lot of people who have scars from him the underlying thematic of the whole thing is that jason is a monster in this town he openly wears a mask but everybody in this town wears a mask underneath those is the monster this sounds like you should not be allowed to give quotes no (laughs) this this sounds like they're Mm. in the middle of a meeting and someone says and they're really excited about it yeah we just decided we're going to do a Friday the 13th show and like what's it about it's like we don't know well then you have like the three kids who are relevant in the group who are like you know it's going to be like that show Twin Peaks that everybody really liked and we're going to mix it with True Detective but not the second season just the first season and then it's going to be like that town in Jaws yeah that town was really cool and it's just like (laughs) There's such a hodgepodge there. Yeah, it sounds like a nightmare. Mm. I want to watch it now. Sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would have been happy. I mean, I'm a Friday 13th fan, so I would have been happy yeah. just with a slasher TV show. Right. This sounds like it could fuck everything that people like about Jason, which is mm. that he is Jason. Um, but we'll yeah. see. I mean, at least they're trying to do something I mean, they're different. doing interesting mm. things with, uh, what is it, Scream? Scream. Yeah. Well, what's interesting about Scream is it, I mean, I've only watched the first three episodes, right. haven't we? Um, but the Scream TV show, it feels like Scream through and through and through and mm-hmm. through and through and through. Like, it really does. It It's so baked into... And they're, they're very smart at updating that for each generation, I think. This, yeah, it does sound like it's going to be different. But probably all of that by the time it comes out will be set aside and it'll just be Jason's. Yeah, that would be faces. great. I hope that that's what it turns into. We'll see. Um, just a couple more pieces here. We have... Yeah, so Pete Hines... Bethesda's VP of Marketing has said, don't expect a sequel to Skyrim for a very long time. Um, So Bethesda have, of course, Fallout 4 coming out. um, And everyone, what they've tended to be doing is an Elder Scrolls game, um, Oblivion, and then a Fallout game, and then an Elder Scrolls game, Skyrim, and then a Fallout game. And alternating, he's saying they don't want to push themselves into a corner where that's what's expected, and that's what they do. They yeah, might be working on something new. Hmm. They could just work on Fallout 5. Who knows? Yeah. Um, well, I, I'm a Fallout fan, but I'm more of an Elder Scrolls fan. So it tends to be people either... People really like one and love the other one. 
Mm. It tends to be how it goes. And I've fallen that I love Skyrim and I really like Fallout. Um, so I'm frustrated with this because they have quite a big team now, but they do tend to keep them all focused on one project at a time and they don't have people developing necessarily. Here's what we're also working on. And once this team's finished, we'll jump on board of that and accelerate mm-hmm. you know, the, the turnover. Um, so yeah, mm. kind of sad news in a way because I know a lot of people are hoping Fallout 4 will come out and then a year or two later whatever the next Elder Scrolls will come out. So basically get used to Elder Scrolls online because that's going to be your only way to play that for quite some time. Yeah. For years. Hmm. You should get a Fallout to kind of cushion the blow. Hmm. Yeah. And here's the interesting thing because Fallout 4, which uh, traditionally these games only have mods on PC, its mods are cross-platform now with Xbox and I think they've said for PS4 some point in the future. Hmm. But definitely with Xbox from day one, um, someone's gonna do a Skyrim mod to Fallout. Someone's gonna put some skins on that to make it feel more like a Elder Scrolls game, and That's then possible. you're gonna be able to play it like that. Be so cool. there you go. Mm. I can tell you're fascinated by this. <laughs> oh yes. Last bit of news is actually tech news, which I wouldn't normally talk about, but I thought this was kind of important. From today, and depending when you listen to this, it's not today. Uh, Twitter users can now send DMs as long as they wish. So your character count oh. that's always been on you know, your Twitter, you d- carried over to your DMs in Twitter. And it was right. always frustrating because if you wanted to have a private chat, you had to do tons and mm. of little things. Yeah. You can now talk freely. Cool. In your DM. So there you go. Handy. That's the news. That was Nate's hey. blowdown, but without Nate. <laughs> and a mind so blown. sound Nate. effect for that. Um, You're all welcome. Cool. All right. So now we're going to move to my personal favorite part of the show, which is the quiz. The I thought quiz. it was the cupcake eating contest. Hey, you, want to do, you want to do that already? Yeah. I'm going to save that for later. <laughs> um, yeah. So we have a battle going on between Nate and Alex and the guests, but we haven't had guests for a couple of weeks. I know they did on their last one. Um, and there's a good prize at the end. So the guests play for uh, the the points for whoever happens to be the last person on our podcast they get the prize so you're not so you're not working for yourselves obviously you're working for or it might be yourself because if you're the person who comes back at the end you get to claim the prize if the guest won mm. but you're kind of a we just have to a, stay relevant yeah you're a legion <laughs> you're a legion um at the moment oh man i forgot what the scores are it's not very far we haven't got <laughs> higher then Nate has two and Alex has one, I believe. What? Um, and the guests have nothing. Ooh. No oh. points. But what's great about this week is you two both are guests. So you could technically, you know, if, if, it could be really bad if <laughs> we don't get any. Technically, guests have to get a point this week unless you get nothing oh, right. Man. Right. Um, all right. So we're going to play working titles. We're going to mix it up <laughs> next week and we won't do working titles. Um, so it's going to be our last working titles in a while. So the way this works, Ruka, is I give you three names of the original working title for a film. Okay. It's going to be a fairly big film, not okay. something weird obscure. Um, and this will be the working title for that film. Right. And as I know, you know, sometimes the working title might be because they're trying to disguise it because they don't mm-hmm. people know you're shooting. Sometimes it'll just be generally their working title. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to give you four options for what that film could be. Right. You each only get one chance. So you both think about it and then you give your answers. And then I'll let you know if you're right or wrong. Oh. There'll be three of these. Okay. The person who gets the most right out of the three wins the point. 
and that point goes into the, the kitty for the guests. Right. right. So, so you can only both... make one point total? Yeah, at the end you only get one point. Oh. You're playing like all a right. game to win a point, basically. Right. Unless you both get all three of these wrong, <laughs> the guests have to get a point this week. So, so please help me get on the scoreboard. <laughs> no okay. Pressure. All right. We we'll understand. Try. We ready? Yeah. All right. Number one. The first working title is Paradox. Paradox. Was that the film Inception? Twelve Monkeys, Back to the Future Two, or Terminator Two? Oh my God! The film was Paradox. Is it Inception, Twelve Monkeys, Back to the Future Two, or Terminator Two? Hmm. Just to be clear, these aren't things you should know. <laughs> I know, but it's so hard to. It's when I disguise the truth with all these cool other misty truths. That aren't true. <laughs> <laughs> it could be any of the four. I no. know. I know. Mm. Twelve Monkeys, Inception, Back to the Future Two, the or future Terminator two. two. Back to the Future Part Two, I guess. Terminator Two, Judgment Day. If we want the full sentences. What are you thinking? I'm thinking Twelve Monkeys. Okay. What's your reasoning? I don't think it would be Terminator 2 because I feel mm. they didn't really get excited about changing the names of it. Well, it is mm. a working title, so I don't know if they were trying to cover it up. And sometimes with sequels, you need a working <gasps> title more because your first one was big. Right. So you mm. have to cover up for shooting uh, the sequel. Not always. That's just a, just a little maybe red herring, maybe clue. Mm. Who knows? Well, it was I'm complicated. the most <laughs> paradoxical. word. I'm so complicated I can't say complicated (laughs) Sorry what what was what? The most paradoxical? Yeah in terms of like time travelling Pretty paradoxical Yeah I suppose In different ways It sounds more Terry Gilliam than Okay Paradox yeah I don't know Uh, I'm just guessing I'm going to say Back to the Future 2 Back to the Future 2 What's your reasoning? Because because you're welcome i like it mm-hmm. <laughs> the correct answer is back to the future yes. Katie see because w- wins one point so far <laughs> paradox yeah it was indeed nice. back to mm. the future two's original working title working title number two you ready your brain's clear nope your brain, no, <laughs> anything they're never. more muddled <laughs> the uh, working title is planet ice planet ice was it the film Titanic, The Day After Tomorrow, Frozen, or Fargo. Titanic, The Day After Tomorrow, Frozen, or Fargo. Planet Ice. I don't think it would be Frozen. No. They don't really need working titles for those, do they? For they animations? do actually have working titles for Disney films. Do they? Not always. But it would be for sequels. No, they don't have call maybe. sheets and stuff, so you no, don't yeah. have to put no, 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 working no. titles on. But just you, you have to have for animated films. You got thousands of people working on it. True. So there's a lot of leaks. True. The day after tomorrow, a frozen movie. Yeah, very much. Oh, okay. The Roland Emmerich one, where the I world has turned to snow. <sighs> then that's a bit obvious, isn't it? Yeah. Then, They're all pretty <laughs> obvious. Yeah. It's the beauty of this game. Mm. Titanic. Titanic, the day after tomorrow, Frozen, Fargo. Because Fargo is based on a book. No, wasn't it? It was based on a true article. On a true, yeah, that's right. Right. 
I'm going to say day after tomorrow. Day after tomorrow. What's your reasoning? Because. Hitherto. <laughs> <laughs> uh, go. Uh, we'll go Haruka. Can we pick the same answer? Yeah, you can. Okay, so I'll, I'll pick the same one. Day after tomorrow. Mm. Working title Planet Ice. The correct answer Titanic. What? Titanic. That's stupid. It's called Planet Ice. That's the dumbest what? name. I know, right? It's a weird one. <laughs> I'm guessing because you got James Cameron, you know, it's a big thing. They needed to right. shoot under the radar a little bit. Yeah, but Planet Ice. Uh, would have been a better title for it. Yeah. <laughs> I think well, it was more I money mean, it would have made. If you think of it, it's like, let's just name it after the boat. <laughs> yeah. At the time, you'd be like, that's so stupid. <laughs> so... Um. All right. So at the moment, Katie's got one point. Haruka, all you can do is draw right now. Ugh. That's all. That's the best you can hope okay. for. Okay. Um. If you draw, I guess I guess still just get one point. Don't yeah. Mm. Either way, we win. <laughs> so, uh, if you both got all three right, I would have given the guess two points. But you didn't. Now you tell us. <laughs> but you didn't. Oh yeah, because you would have tried harder. Yeah. Number three. Tonight he comes. Tonight mm. he comes. Was it the film Halloween? Mm. Was it the film Hancock? Was it the film Anchorman? Or was it the film The Grinch? Tonight he comes. Was it Halloween, Mm. Hancock, Anchorman, or The Grinch? These are very different films. You bastard. Mm. You're you're very welcome. (laughs) These mics are interesting. These are new mics that we're trying out today. I quite like them. Mm. I think they're actually maybe better. They're a bit fluffy because we've got these weird little... If you can see in the video, yeah. we we have the wrong type like of clown mufflers. noses or something. Yeah, so it looks hilarious. <laughs> I wish I got the colorful versions of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. All right. Tonight he comes. Halloween Hancock Anchorman the Grinch. I know which one I wish it was. You should <laughs> I was about to put dirty things in here. You should have put Fifty Shades as one of the options. <laughs> I nearly put Deep Throat, but we've already had that on one of the oh, answers it would have been amazing. Because <laughs> I would have actually probably picked one of those. <laughs> um, All right, what are we thinking? Uh, there's Halloween, Hancock, Anchorman. Anchorman, The Grinch. Mm. It's just beautiful dead air right now. <laughs> I know, sorry. I need thinking music. The Grinch. Oh. All right, Grinch. I'll go with Halloween. Uh, so who could come for the Grinch? Why have you gone for the Grinch? Because he came on that night. <laughs> Interesting. It's <laughs> 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 a really good reasoning. Yeah. Uh, why Halloween? Because uh, he also came. Well, he did, but I just it doesn't really apply to Anchorman or to Hancock. Mm. Mm. I mean, maybe, but now you're going to tell me that it is one of those. So am I? I don't know. Am I? I'm trying to read your face. Yes, I am. The correct answer was Hancock. Oh. Hancock. Which I nearly didn't put on it because it's not that big a film. Um, yeah. But I enjoyed The Tonight He Comes because, see, the Halloween was a good red herring because mm. the subtitle for that is actually The Night He Came Home. Um, which is why I thought I'm pregnant. And The Grinch is the one I just wanted it to be because that would be an amazing name <laughs> mm-hmm. for The Grinch Steals Christmas is Tonight He, he Comes. <laughs> Takes it all and gets out. So you got no points for that, which means Katie just got one point for question one. So the guest gets a point. The guest wins. Yes. Well done, Katie. Yes. So I have to do, I have to find out what the actual points are. are. I'm afraid I can't update. We'll update that next week for the proper what's going on. Um, 
Yeah, Alex and Nate need to... They're going to have to do more podcasts if we want to stay on the board. Otherwise, I'm just going to keep doing these each week with guests. <laughs> <laughs> the guests will just rack up all the points. Uh, so, yeah, so yeah, guess one point. Well played. Where are my cupcakes? So now we're going <laughs> to... We're going to move over to Alex's segment, which Katie's going to take over this week. Yeah, yeah. Which is normally called, Chris Pratt, give us some money. That was good. I like that. He does it better. <laughs> we talk, we're That's also a song. Barbershop. <laughs> working on our barbershop quartet version. All right. Um, so this is releases. Ah. You're going to guide us through what's happening this week, Katie. Uh, yeah, I'm going to try and man this ship, but, you know, things we, happen. This is all US stuff, just to be clear. America. That's why. <laughs> so we have the American reading it. Um, so starting off in films, uh, August 21st, speaking of America, we have American Ultra. Uh, as Who's that? That's Jesse Eisenberg, isn't it? And it is, and Kristen Stewart. Um, there's a lot of people in that film, actually. Yeah. I was kind of set up to hate it because it looks like the same shit that just keeps getting pumped out. But I watched the trailer again today, and it looks kind of funny. I would watch it. I, would, I don't know if I would go to cinema and watch it, but I would watch it. Jesse mm. um, Eisenberg's hair is really strange and annoying in it because he's supposed to be a stoner. So he has this really long curly hair. Uh. And I think he, I don't know if he grew it out because of Batman or if he's growing it out oh, interesting. because of that film. Because he has long mm. hair in Batman versus Superman. Yeah. Right. Um, in the beginning of so I found that interesting. Mm. So this is directed by the guy who directed, I really, did he really? Directed um, Project X. Oh. There you go. The most obnoxious <laughs> film about teenagers I think I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Made me want to hurt everyone. Um, are these all on the same dates? Al had the, all these written down. Yeah. Oh, wow. Because it's just, you know, it's, right. a, it's the weekend. So it's oh, it's true that. This, this coming Friday. Yeah. So, so we also have uh, Hitman Agent 47, of which I know nothing. Well, that's the... Um, sort of reboot of the Hitman series just based on the video game. Yeah. Um, but it's pretty big. The last one had old Ollie Fantastic, Timothy Oliphant, played the role. Oh, he I always liked Hitman. his last name. Ollie Fantastic. No, Ollie Fin... Well, <laughs> yeah. sure. <laughs> um, yeah, people are, people are quite... Well, not excited about this one, but it looks right. I couldn't get the trailer to work, so I couldn't watch it. It's just an action film. Yeah. It's not, you know, special. It's kind of transportery. Uh, after that, we have Sinister 2. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which looks interesting. Um, what is the lead actress's name in that? She's in. Um, oh, man. I can't think of it now. That film you really like. With yeah. yeah. I'm looking her up. <laughs> I'm really good oh, at this. It's Shannon Sussman. Yeah. She's put on a lot of weight for that film because she's supposed to play like a mom of two. No, but she's just. Kind of out in the that's country. That's just how she is now. Apparently. That's just how she is? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I mean, she's still beautiful. She's Her 30. face still looks the same, but I was just kind of surprised. She's 36 now. Yeah. Right. That's she's how she looks on her IMDb. Wow. Mm. She's still stunning. She used to be mm. cool. no, she, uh, Her face is still there. there. And Her face is stunning. That looks like some bad work has gone wrong. Well, she looks a little tired, but yeah. Mm. So, Haruka, you're a yes. big horror fan. Yes, I am. How do you feel about a sinister film? Well, I really like the first one, so I will go and watch it in the cinema mm. but i watched a trailer in the cinema the other day for sinister 2 and it looked a bit too what's the word like sinister one was quite sinister because <laughs> you know it wasn't really in your face so the ethan hawk one wasn't it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 
Whereas, because the, you know, the scary guy, the boogeyman was kind of, you didn't really see much of him. Right. But in the trailer for Sinister 2, you saw quite a lot of him. Mm. So, yeah, like yeah. four or five times you yeah. see him. The thing I had an issue with in the trailer was that I feel a lot in horror movies, they have these boxes that they feel they have to tick. And this one not only ticks them all in the trailer, but it tells you it's ticking them. Because um, there's this guy in the uh, voiceover who's saying, you always need three things. You know, you need a, you need a family, you need a house, and you need something too bad to have happened. Mm. And mm. then they get... Describing the screenplay. Yeah, mm. and then Moses. they then they get this transmission of one of the ghost evil children or something that's giving them coordinates and they're like what are these going to oh it's to a house and then they show up mm. and they're like oh yeah it was terrible well what happened to that family forever ago and my son's been acting weird mm. and all of a sudden you're like and here's a Ooh. <laughs> Sorry, need to warn people uh just turn the lights on in our face um so yeah i was uh, i was interested in it and then i was less interested as i watched the trailer but it still looks like it has some mm. good jump moments yeah are you finding? Do you get? Do you watch pretty much all of these mainstream? You know, the ones that go to cinema. Yeah, I try to. Are you getting a little bit? Because with the Blumhouse films, this is a Blumhouse film, isn't it? Like Insidious and Conjuring. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I just find they all really blend into one after a while. Yes, like a, they they're, do. They're all yeah. haunted housey. A yeah. lot of different cast. Like Patrick Wilson was in two series that would come out at the same time, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. He was in the Insidious ones, and then he was in the Conjuring as well. Right. Yeah, playing very similar roles. Mm. Um, so I get really confused. I remember yeah. I loved The Conjuring. I thought that was actually great. Mm. Yeah, and that was good. There's a sequel to that coming out. Yeah. But the Sinister Story, we saw that at Fright Fest a couple of years ago. Uh, a few years ago. I don't remember anything about it other than Ethan Hawke. And yeah, the very last bit, I think, with the boogie, whatever it is. Right. Yeah. Thing. They all involve kids as well, don't they? Yeah. yeah. A haunted house and kids. It's yeah. just like, God bless them. They've, how much money they've made out of monopolizing the entire industry. Like yeah. The entire horror industry in Hollywood is basically these guys. Like Oren Pelly. Um, what's his name? The other guy. And Blan Yen. Blumhouse. Hmm. Um, yeah, Sinister. Uh, next, we have Digging for Fire, which has... Uh, no, I'm not going to be The guy always does... Uh, I can't remember that lead guy's name. He's from... Something. Jake J- Johnson or something yeah. like that. Uh, new Girl and Jurassic World. Thank you, New Girl. Yeah, um, he's in it, and there's a. I, I'm terrible with this. He this director is really known for doing him and Anna Kendrick. Those are like his two favorite. But Anna Kendrick's not this in, in this one. Right. He also did VHS. Yeah, he did a he did um, one of the shorts in VHS, and he did Drinking Buddies. He likes doing improv, right? A lot. Um, but this one looks interesting. So, I don't know. It's. It teeters on that trying to be uh, insidious with a touch of humor slash rom-com sort of thing where it's like normal people who fall into extraordinary circumstances Mm -hmm. and how they would react. And um, so, yeah, I don't know. I'll see. Because I didn't like Drinking Buddies. I thought it was Mm -hmm. meh. Mm -hmm. But so I haven't seen a film of his yet like this. Uh, no, next would be um, Shanghai, no. <laughs> uh, which we were talking about a little bit before, which was actually shot in 2010. It's got a lot of big names in it. Ken Watanabe, uh, John Cusack, Chai Yun-Fat. Um, and then, f- I don't know how to say that guy's name. Franco Pro... Franco Potente from... Oh, Franco Potente. He's the director of 1408. Well, yeah, she's she's the she's the, the girl. Oh, she. Um, yeah, she's not <laughs> directing. Um, the director is the guy who did 1408. 
and he did this directly afterwards, and it's been sat on Franco Patente's from Run Lola Run. Oh, okay. Wonderful lady. Yeah. Um, so yeah, not meant to be good, but yeah. just notable because it's been sat on a shelf Looks for five kinda years. Looks kind of pretty. Mm. I don't yeah. know about the storyline. Okay. It was shot in London, so you know. So, there you go. so it's got to be good. Mm. Gotcha. Um, and we're going to run through rainy. games quickly because mm. I don't really know much about these. Um, you got Toy Soldiers, War Chest. <laughs> I don't even know how to question say these. Well, because like, there's the a, a, a colon and then all this. Uh, prototype 1 and 2. Uh, the Swindle, Submerged, which I saw a little bit of you playing, Al. It yeah. was pretty. I saw the intro. Um, rare Replay, Beyond Eyes, and Boggle. I know. You Classic. Get boggle, add it to your Hasbro collection Definitely. with your Monopolies and your uh, Trivial, Trivial Pursuits. Pursuit. So yeah, just quickly for these Toy Soldier, you can play as He-Man. So go get that. Prototype is one or two. You can get in a bundle. Um, just digital download. They're fine. They're open world action games. Not great. But okay. The Swindle. Yeah. It's not, I, I wasn't feeling it. Um, Submerged. It's one of those games where it's a lovely idea, but it's kind of trying to be a big budget game. When it's just a when it's you know a very small game, the controls are a bit clunky, but it looks pretty. Rare replay, thirty rare games for thirty dollars. Just go get it, even just for the achievements. Each time you open one, you get another achievement. It's Such amazing. a bugger with the achievements. <laughs> um, Beyond Eyes, not as good as meant to be. Um, lovely, or it could have been, I guess. A lovely, um, uh, downloadable idea about uh, yeah, the playing as a blind person. Um, essentially but how they see the world um, but in a very interesting uh, way that I feel games could do um, I'm, I'm getting all muddled in the words <laughs> I feel this is that kind of thing games should be tackling you know interesting ways to interact sure. with the environments and this game kind of fails Boggle fucking fantastic so here's why Boggle's great on computer games and better than in real life Let's hear it it's the same as Yahtzee because when you play Boggle you play Yahtzee there's all these other um, answers you could get for the words and numbers mm-hmm. but you, you're just as a person you know shaking it mm-hmm. you, you don't know what all the options were as a computer game immediately you'll do it you'll pick your things and then afterwards it'll tell you these are all things you could have had oh, immediately nice. so you immediately see all the options that you could have had from that selection it's like playing with one really smart friend yeah who's like oh you could have got the seven letter word exactly so when in fact you just that. got like eat and bat <laughs> Every, and, and and <laughs> yeah <of>. exactly <laughs> Of all the prepositions. Um, August 11th, you've got Everybody's Gone to the Rapture. Yeah. Which has already happened. We're in the past. Uh, the 14th, Super Mega Baseball Extra Innings, which was on Xbox One. The 18th, you've got Helldivers on PS4. 19th, Tales from the Borderlands Episode 4. Escape Plan Bravo, Xbox One and PS4. And the 21st, you've got Risen 3 Titan Lords on PS4. Which I had no idea was happening unless that's... Is Risen 3... They're kind of Skyrim games, but I'm very yeah. earnest, but very low budget. It's not great. Everybody's Gone to the Rapture is the game you have to get this week. Yeah. Um, if you have more money, get wherever you play because there's tons of content in there. But Everybody's Gone to the Rapture is a wonderful first person experience. And we learned you have to hold the key down for seven yeah. seconds in order to be able to jog. Otherwise, you will be sauntering through the game very slowly. Hold down RT. It's only on PS4. Uh, it's in the, yeah, I can't remember what price it is. Um, but yeah. yeah, you need to hold down that RT seven seconds it'll be a little vibration and then you can jog it's a lovely atmospheric uh, mood game i haven't got all the way through it yet mm. but really like it when i played plus set it's in, in the english yeah, countryside it's in england english <laughs> what rural is it tropshire 
Shropshire. 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 In America, you will think it says Shropshire. <laughs> it's apparently all, Shropshire. Hobbits, apparently. <laughs> so what uh, What are notable DVDs and blues? Uh, the ones that I recognize off this list are the Walt Disney Animation Studios Short Films Collection. Which, Catchy title. I know. Very <laughs> short and conjuncted. Uh, you have Paper, which includes those short films, Paper Man, Feast, and Get a Horse. Feast was before Inside Out? No. That was the volcano one. Yeah. Is that the one with the dog? Yeah. yeah. What was that it before? Was before Oscar, Baymax, it? wasn't it? I think it was before Baymax. Baymax. Oh, not Baymax. Oh, uh, I Big know. Hero Six. Yeah, Big, Big Hero, Hero Six. Six. Yeah. That's what so Baymax is a Japanese yeah. film. Um, and I saw Paper Man. I went and saw a shorts kind of expose or showing a couple of years ago. No, no, that was the Umbrella one that they had at that. No, it's Paper Man's the paper yeah, airplane one. Yeah, I was one. waiting for it to be at that because that was where we went. Or to maybe that. you just showed me that separately. Yeah, I think I showed you that separately. I was waiting for it to come out because huh. Paper Man. I generally think Paper, paper Man, Man was is fantastic. Worth buying this entire collection. Yeah, mm. it's brilliant. All of these three are lovely. They get a horse one is the an, a Disney one. It's the it has Mickey, Mickey Mouse one. They're oh, all yeah. really great. I love they, them all. Um, didn't they use Walt Disney's voice to dub? I the Mickey Mouse or something, yeah, yeah no, like that. digitally. Yeah, it's really yeah. cool, like retro. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's also like colors, yeah, kind of 3D esque a little bit with it. There's a bunch mm-hmm. of other crap on here to be honest, but yeah. just for those three, I think it's worth getting. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, then you've also got Strangerland and Cub. So I haven't seen either of these out. two yet, but I'm very excited for yeah. both. Yeah, we got Cub, we just haven't watched it yet. Yep. Yeah, that's um, this uh, by Belgium director. I want to say I might be getting it wrong, mm. but it's in English, so don't be scared. Um, you don't have to read the words. <laughs> it's about a, uh, yeah, some Cub Scouts, um, and then some bad things happen in the woods. Um, Strange Lines with Nicole Kidman. Um, oh, wouldn't yeah. normally do it for me, but the trailers look lovely. Um, who else is in there? Someone else great in that movie. But yeah, I haven't seen him yet. You don't so like Nicole vouch. Kidman? I'm not typically? a big Nicole Kidman. It's not that I don't like her. She's been in some great roles. There's nothing wrong with her. She too pale, even for you. <laughs> I wouldn't watch a movie just for her. Uh, it's mm. got Hugo Weaving, Joseph Fiennes. Um, yeah, these people. Nice. Cool. Well, that's what's happening in the world. Exciting. Has already happened, will happen, and yep. is happening. Everything's going on this week. So speaking of Disney, <laughs> as we were a few minutes ago, <laughs> I'm really on it. I didn't know whether to jump in and take over and hijack. Oh, I don't. I said it was done. I was, I, so I was thinking, because Disney... They're doing all these live action films at the moment. You know, these live action reinterpretations of their animated um, yeah. films. Mm-hmm. How many do you think are in production right now? I don't want to know. Hmm. So I'm going to go this far. I'm going to throw this out as an extra point for the guests. If you, if one of you two. <laughs> if one of it just you keeps two. Like making us play games that we would have no idea about. You just have to guess just how many. And I'm so, okay, so let's take out sequels. So not a sequel to one that they've already done. Just, and it has to be based on a pre-existing animated Disney film. Right. How many do you think are coming? Mm. Pre-existing Disney film. I know they're making Mulan. Yeah. Little Mermaid has to be on the line. Pipeline somewhere. I would say somewhere. Mm. What about uh, Pocahontas? I think they will yeah. take all of the major Disney princesses yeah. Yeah. and do something. Because if they yeah. don't do one, they're going to hear about it. Yeah. Um, so you both get one chance just to pick. This is ridiculous. Maybe you both get one, so you get two. Oh, right. Okay. So you've got... I feel like it's a big number. 
Well, yeah, I wouldn't brought it up. It's ridiculous. I know you're I like mean, it's not yeah. a, it's four. Not. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not my guess. <laughs> um, hmm. I don't know. Did you guys watch any of the? If you watched, was it no. Enchanted? Uh, yeah. Do you like any of them? Enchanted was all right. Okay. But only because it wasn't based on. Yeah, pretty. Well, I don't know. Enchanted was technically. Um, no, that one wasn't, was it? What was the one they did that was? You got Maleficent. Oh, Maleficent, yeah. yeah. I feel like another. And they um, did a, a Sleeping Beauty one. No, 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 they didn't. Snow White one. No. Did they? Yeah, with uh, Julia Roberts and... Oh, yeah. What's her face? Meryl Streep. No. No, that, that was, was Into the Woods. Anyway, how many... Okay. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just trying to delineate down which ones would have already happened. Some of these... So just to say, some of these aren't necessarily huge... Disney films, mm. animated films, you know, some of these are a bit more obscure. But. 12? Yeah, okay, that's all. I don't know. Uh, 12? So I'll say 15. 15 is correct. Yes! Peaches <laughs> on the roll. Surprising. I am good at guessing things. You really are. <laughs> I don't think I'm missing anything here. I think this is the comprehensive list. Excuse that's me if I'm wrong. But ridiculous. But you got what I have. The Jungle Book, the BFG, <sighs> which Spielberg is directing. What's the BFG? The Big Frenzy Giant. You never seen the BFG? Uh uh-uh. uh. It's a roll doll. I remember I watched, or mm-hmm. I know of it. I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's a rolled book. Uh, Pete's Dragon. Right. Beauty and the Beast. I thought that was already out. No. No? So there's a Beauty and the Beast. There's lots of Beauty and the Beast films, but this is the official Disney oh. proper. Mm. Is that the one with um, Emma Watson? Yeah. Yeah. Dale. That's why I thought it was already yeah. out. Anyway. Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. That's remember live action. Bad. Yeah. Well, they did the Garfield well, like one. Right. Like that was terrible. Dumbo. What? Mulan. Yeah. Winnie the Pooh. No, don't do it. Sword in the Stone. Oh. Night on Bald Mountain. Tink. No. Oh my God. Stop Little Mermaid, propagating that. Pinocchio. Oh. The Aladdin prequel. And oh. Prince Charming. The prequel? Charming. We're going to learn the how he Prince grew Char- up. Prince no, Charming. This is pathetic. Uh, the one I couldn't add to this, but uh. I really wanted to, was a little film called Play-Doh. <laughs> Not even fucking kidding. <laughs> it's like, how wow. do we get more embarrassing than battleships? <laughs> Play-Doh. Uh, See, so yeah, that's happening. Wow. This is like a perfect warning as to why people should stop having children. Because <laughs> we should not be exposing them to this level of yeah. bullshit. Oh, it's just crazy, isn't it? It's ridiculous. All right. So it's lucky they're making money, frankly, because... Are they, though? Well, or are they well, just this is what clawing at but this is what the last of their, their yeah. resources? All of their Star Wars Marvel money that they're going to be reaping and they're going to spend it all this shit. Dumb. Speaking of money. It's like the kids who their oh, parents no, finally give them their cash at college and then they go and blow it on drugs and booze instead of actually <laughs> doing something with it. Instead of buying yeah. food. <laughs> you ruined my perfect segue, but don't worry about it. Well, I'm sorry. Box office predictions. Um, So... Each week we'd like to take a little look at what's coming out of the weekend, which we just did in your segment, and yeah. then predict what is gonna what's gonna happen with the uh, numbers. So Nate and Alex did it for the week before last. I'm gonna let them, I'm, we're gonna follow through with what their predictions were. So this is for the seventh to the ninth of August um, in the US. So Nate said at number one he thought Fantastic Four, mm. at number two Mission Impossible, and at number three Ricky and the Flash. Which I don't know this film. Yeah, it's the one with Meryl Streep in it. That you were like, "What is that?" Oh fuck! That. She's the musician. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah. Alex had number one, Fantastic Four. Number two, Mission Impossible. Number three, The Gift. 
Mm-hmm. Another horror film that's coming out. I watched yeah. it in oh, you cinema. Watched it. it was pretty. Pretty. pretty oh, yeah, I saw your tweet about it. Or yeah, like it's I was very disappointed. Yeah, very predictable as well. So, mm. yeah. Um, and they guess that week, Justin. Uh, so number one, Mission Impossible. Number two, Fantastic Four. Number three, Ricky and the Flash. Thanks. So who was correct? Well, number one that weekend was actually Mission Impossible with 28 and a half million in its second week. Not mm. a great number one film considering yeah. anything else. It's still, we've had a couple of weeks where numbers have been down. Number two was Fantastic Four, the very uh, universally hated, uh, which only made 25 and a half million in its open weekend, which is really awful opening. It was projected to make f- sort of 50. Um, which means so far... Justin is the only one who's right. Right. Two, but number three, he'd need to be Ricky in a flash. Now, they all mocked Alex for saying the gift at number three. It came in at number three. Really? Uh, with only 11 and, well, nearly 12 million, but still. Um, well, yeah. I just think that it was very different than the other films that were up. Yeah. I think so I think that if horror. as a couple or who, people who are going to a movie, it's like you have those choices. Of, yeah. Do you want to see something historical with Ricky in the flash with Meryl Streep? Oh, you're not a Meryl Streep fan. Great. We'll go see something really action packed like mm. Mission Impossible or you're going to go see a horror film. Yeah. Mm. And they they did a, quite a big scale campaign on Facebook. Did they? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they, they had like oh, the sponsors. Right. You can yeah. never underestimate horror. Even the mm. shittiest horror. Yeah. If it's getting a cinema release, it's going to be up there in the top mm. five. Yeah. Right, it's going to. Uh, Vacation was at number four. Ant-Man at number five. Minions at number six. Ricky and the Flash all the way down to number seven, which is six and a half million in yeah. its opening. Trainwreck still hanging in at eight. Pixels barely made a blimp five and a half, and then Southpaw somehow still there as well. Wow, uh, Southpaw is million there and gone. Thousand. Yeah, that didn't do. I mean, but that kind of movie is never going to do. Big no, ones, yeah, but it doesn't cost the kind of amount the other right. films do. So we're going to look at what do we reckon this weekend in America? What have we got opening again? Refresh us. Uh, you've got American Ultra, mm-hmm. Hitman, Agent Forty Seven, Sinister mm-hmm. Two, Digging for Fire, and Shanghai. <sighs> Hmm. So, okay. So I'm gonna write them down here. We've got Katie's predictions, Haruka's predictions, and mine. I always go last. I'm gonna go first this time. Go for it. I'm gonna say Sinister number one. Because, uh, like I just said, you can't underestimate horror, and it's an established franchise. And if Blumhouse know what you know, anything, it's how to open a horror film number one. And everything's kind of weak at the moment. Yeah. Uh, what else do we have? We had American, American Ultra. Ultra, Hitman, Digging for Fire, or Shanghai. Uh, Hitman's going to get in there. It's not going to be in the top three. No. American Ultra has had quite a lot of backing, but whether it's going to hit the top three, I don't know. I think it's going to be like a train wreck. It might come in at. Uh, I don't mean train wreck in terms of I know. the film. <laughs> mm-hmm. Could come in at number four. Um, but Fantastic Four is going to drop straight off because the word of mouth has been awful. The Gift isn't going to get any higher. Submission so Impossible, American Ultra is going to be those two. Oh, I gotta, I'm gotta, i going to be daring. I'll put American Ultra number two and I'll put Mission Impossible number three. Because I haven't seen the film yet. I still want to go and see Mission Impossible. So I'll get my money. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Who wants next? Um, I'd say... Um, when did Mission Impossible open? Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. So this will be its third weekend. Right. Um, I say Mission Impossible number one. Still number one. Mm. Mm. Um, then oh, maybe Sinister two, okay. and then American Ultra. Okay, 
So we're sticking with the same three. Mm. Man. What were last week's again? Last week's were Mission Impossible, then Fantastic Four, and then The Gift. Oh, yeah. Yeah, The Gift. I mean, this is like... But look at that drop off. Fantastic Four is 25, and Gift is nearly 12. So that's not going to stick around. No, that's what I'm saying. I, it's kind of difficult because it's like... Yeah. You're kind of going to circulate around the three big names. Mm. Um... I'm going to switch it up. Okay. I'll say <laughs> American Ultra number one. Yeah, it could happen. Never know. Mm. Uh, Sinister 2 is number two. Okay. And yeah, I'll do Mission Impossible as number three. Okay. Nice. Who was, sorry, who's the female lead in American Ultra again? Kristen Stewart. Yeah, see, that could do it. Could do it. Interesting. There's a couple other names in it. I don't remember the actress's name, the one from American Horror Story first season. There's some mom. I don't remember her name. It's an actress. Anyway, she's in there. She's co- oh, uh, yeah, I'm not going to be I can't remember actors' names, but there's a couple of big names, so it might draw a crowd. Yep. Mm. You never can tell what that kind of Never happens. know. Mm. Um, so Chris Straver writes in to us. This is a completely inappropriate segue, but I haven't had him in other than when we mentioned a horror <laughs> film earlier and you were busy. Uh, who is at Chris underscore Straver on Twitter to ask, uh, since you knew we had Haruka on today. I actually had a bunch of questions for you, Haruka. Ooh. But we're going to start with it's one that's for everyone. All about you. <laughs> Cause, so there's a little thing coming up called Fright Fest. So yes. here's what's going to happen with this podcast over the next few weeks. Because uh, we appreciate it. it's been a bit erratic. Next week. Uh, we're going to be in Real World Studios, which is Peter Gabriel Studios, recording the rest of uh, and my album. Um, and we're going to do a podcast from the studios with some fun guests there. And we're actually going to play a little bit of one of the songs at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Um, not the whole thing, a little teaser. And it'll be the first time that's played. Um, and we're going to also hopefully get the guys in LA to do a special as well. Then the week after that, we're going to swap roles. They're going to do the weekly podcast. And we're going to be doing... A either one probably a two-parter special on fright fest so fright fest is uh one of the biggest uh horror festivals in the world um definitely in the most prestigious if not the most prestigious it takes place in london every year in leicester square it is five days of new horror films uh with you know the directors and actors and everyone coming out uh i've been going for 13 years now i want to say 12 13 years it's so old it's second year coming <laughs> Haruka uh, jumps in and out when she can mm. Um, it's a very special experience. It's kind of got weird the last couple of years because I had to move to a different cinema where everyone split up over different screens, which is frustrating. So it's not quite the same camaraderie as it used to be, but it's still really well worth coming to. Uh, so if you're in the area, come by, say hi. We're in the Horror Channel screen, I think. Might have. have an extra ticket. Yeah, we have a whole row and we have a seat spare. Yeah. So if you want to come and hang out maybe for a you day. Just and you just have to come nice. and if you see Al, just keep going, geeks. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you have to do it at least. least seven times or we won't and then you have to chase me down but it's like yeah. uh but no in all seriousness if you want to come uh, uh for a day and you think you're nice enough then tweet at us we are tessellate i'm just waiting like for a, someone in their room to be like i'm not nice enough <laughs> <laughs> well if you're not nice enough you can't come uh and if you don't seem yeah tweet at us at we are tessellate if you don't seem like a crazy person then maybe you can come and hang out for the day because we do have a couple of spare seats uh which we'll be swapping that's out. very fun but yeah, well, so we'll do a couple of special uh, podcasts about all of the great new films, like 28, 30 films in the main screens that we're going to be seeing. Mm-hmm. So that'd be great. So tying into that, because Chris Traver is, is actually going to Fright Fest, so he yeah. wanted to know, uh, what are five of our favorite horror films ever made? So next Ooh. week, I think what I'm going to do is actually shine a light on some hidden gems. 
some mm. films people won't know of maybe that right. we should watch before coming to Frofest or to join us. Um, but for now, what are five of your favourites? Haruka's a big horror fan. Katie's a kind of a, more of a recent I'm moving into somewhere. it, yeah. I'm seeing the art form of it. Mm. Who wants to go first? Do you want some time to think? Uh, I wrote mine down. Yeah. Have you? Yeah. Okay, you go first. Which, now I feel bad because mine are not hidden gems. I don't no, think. No, no, no. Next mine week, I think. This week, we're just doing the... No, I know, but I'm just saying, like, I feel mine are a little bit... Yeah, mine are. That's very the known. Point. This week, we're just doing okay. you know, some of our favorites. Next week, we'll go into some more secret oh, okay. horror. Because mine are kind of, like, a lot of psychological thrillers. Do it. Which... So, I have The Shining, mm-hmm. um, Psycho, Evil Dead, Rosemary's Baby, and The Strangers. The Shining, Psycho, Evil Dead, Rosemary's Baby, and The Strangers. That's a great mystery. You get The Strangers in there with Rosemary's Baby. The Strangers was the, like, I kind of looked at it as the ones that I love it for the story, as well as the characters, as well as The Strangers, to me, like, really scared the shit out of me. So, and it, like, made a very lasting impression on me. Yeah. So, I, I think, like The Strangers. Yeah. Nicely shot. It relies on the same scare over and over again, which is they haven't seen what's standing behind them. I agree, but, but it does the whole home invasion thing, which is my big fear. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. That's a lot of females' biggest fear, I think, is yeah. Yeah, intrusion. That and, like, the masks, and you have the anonymity everything. Yeah. hate the nim nim nims They just come in and bite your shins and then get out. So, yeah, those are my five. Excellent. Especially with Evil Dead, which... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep the original uh, not the new one even though i'm coming around to the new one but the original is still forever and ever haruka yes all right um my absolute favorite horror film has to be the orphanage yeah um i really love that film nice. um that's awesome i'm so happy oh <laughs> i'm happy that you're happy um, <laughs> then the second it's not really horror but let the right one in yeah you love. the original or um the, the original okay. the remake's called let me in or something isn't oh, it? oh yeah, yeah um um i also love um the japanese version of one missed call oh really I think it's really scary yeah like in terms of scariness it's pretty up it's there. Scary in terms of scary. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else? Oh, God, yeah, I've forgotten about that film. What's it called? One Miss Call. One Miss Call. Yeah, yeah. I quite liked it. I came to that when I was burnt out, when I just like consumed so many because Westerners, we just were cat- suddenly catching up on, oh, wow. Right. Films, so they all got ported over to us. Mm. And I just watched so many episodes. By the time I got to One Miss Call, it was a bit, oh, right. so many. Now. Right, right. Because um, I'm not really a fan of Asian, like, horror, horror. horror. But yeah, that one. I was genuinely scared okay. watching it. So, mm. yeah, I liked it. Um, what else? Um, Tale of Two Sisters. Yeah. Um, Great it's a Korean film. He's the guy who went on to do The Good, Bad, The Weird. Oh, nice. Uh, Snowpiercer. Nice. So and good. Bittersweet Life. What else did he do? Something um, else great. Something else great. Sorry, he's one of my favorite directors ever, so I love him. Yeah, he's great. Like, all his films are really beautiful. Yeah. Um, yeah, that film, the ending of that film is creepy as mm. fuck. Um, the last one's not really horror. That's all right. But Sunshine is one of my mm. absolute favorite films um, out of all the genres. And that kind of has some horror in it, I suppose. Or maybe 28 Days Later. Mm. It's more horror. more horror. Yeah. More so I'll say 28 yeah. Days Later then. Um, 
Sorry, let me just retract. He did not do um, Snowpiercer. Oh, he didn't? But he did I Saw the Devil. Oh, that one was really good. Um, and The Last Stand was his American film, the one mm. with Arnie. Yeah. Huh. Um, good, good list. Yeah, that's five. five what about you? So, yeah, The Orphanage is in definitely in my top five. Um, the original Halloween. Just has to, if we're just going with, you know, me not trying to look cool or anything. <laughs> No, we don't have it's 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 because we we watched that quite recently and I still just think it's such an elegant movie. It really yeah. is. Um The Blair Witch Project, um, because oh not to go into the story because it's a long story, but when I first saw it I was eighteen in America and it was when the film opened across five cinemas across all of America and they were they were just saying it's true. They weren't there wasn't any you know, it wasn't at a point where you knew our cinema lies to us. It was they were telling you you're true, you believe it's true, the C D had RIP to these people the clothes and the tapes were in the cinema, like traveling with the film. Oh, wow. Right. I didn't know um, that. Mm. So you watched it really thinking, well, this can't be true, but everything's telling me it is true. And that experience was mind-changing. Like, I'm sorry, mm. mind-changing. I've never had a film experience like that. And I bit through my thumb. It was bleeding by the end. And there was a woman in a few rows in front. They had to get an um, uh, ambulance to take her away because oh she was, had such a panic attack. Wow. And so that was a great way to watch a film like that. Um, what have I had then? Sorry, The Orphanage, Halloween, Blair Witch. If I'm just in five, it's tough. Night of the Living Dead was the film that changed me to horror film, the original one. Um, Black and White, the ending's phenomenal. And I love The Thing remake. That's uh, one of my absolute favorites. In terms of modern ones, I love Switchblade Romance, The Descent, and yeah. actually The Evil Dead remake. Uh, for me, is is balls to the wall, perfect horror. But um, yeah, for the classics, Blair Witch, The Thing, Living, Night of the Living Dead, The Orphanage, and Halloween. Right on. Mm. It's good. Um, and a little man called Alexander Chard wrote little in man. as well. Yeah, a little, little Australian man <laughs> wrote in <laughs> with uh, one question, which is, how's Yossi's Woolly World? We haven't played it. We played a little bit of it, and we could we bought it. Well, so you played it. Yoshi, I watched you play Yoshi or Yoshi, I always get my Woolly World is only available in England at the moment or in Europe. It doesn't come out in America for months. Oh, well, then in that case, it's fucking amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so we bought it when we've since we got Sucks back to be you, here. Alexander Chard. <laughs> it's good. It's cute. It's all we do all day is play Yoshi's Woolly World. It's better than Yoshi's um, Island. Not as good as Yoshi's World on the original SNES. We just I think eat crumpets and play Yoshi's Woolly World. That's all we do here. Um, so you go. So we're rounding towards the end now of this podcast. Well, now that you've said it. <laughs> um, so normally this is a point where we support something independent. Does anyone have anything independent to like support? This is a bit we never plan <laughs> <laughs> and we get to it and I'm just going to have to scrap this segment because it never works out. Well, you have to give somebody a heads up. Well, normally we'd let other people tell us, you know, they, should, they can voice something. So if you want to tweet at us, uh, we are Tesla. Let us know something. We can support your app if we like it, your movie, your whatever it is, something yeah. independent that's going on. Mm. Um, do you have anything, Haruka, that you're into right now um, that's independent needs a shout out? Well, there's this production company called Teslite, I think, <laughs> which is a pretty cool production company like and it. they make like some awesome going. films. Oh, so, yeah, man. I'm a big fan. Like and um, so incestuous. <laughs> 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 and the film I was talking about earlier, Late Shift is um, created by this company called Control Movie, who's the one who invented this technology. Um, and I think they're a, they're a startup. I'm not sure what the definition of a startup company is. Mm. Yeah. Like starting up. 
yeah that's what i thought yeah <laughs> so, yeah, so they're pre-independent and um okay. i think it's pretty exciting what they're trying to do trying to like so what are they called again uh control movie control is movie. the company okay. and cool. their so is that first proprietary pre- technology really to, to make yeah it it's again? um it's pa- they patented it okay they patented it that's yeah. the word patented. sorry i always say patented it's not patented. really yeah but it's patented oh. patented yeah. Um, yeah, but and they paid to patent it. So yeah, <laughs> just smash those words together. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, check those guys out then. Independent filmmaking rocks. Um, yeah, when it doesn't suck. <laughs> when it doesn't suck. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've already told you what's going on with the upcoming podcast. Sorry, we've been a bit shuffly. We'll get our shit together now. We have good equipment. We know what we're up to. Uh, in early September, you can head on over to wearetesselate.com. Check out everything, all of this stuff, the podcast, some reviews. Not too many reviews, but we'll get more into that. We've got some people who want to write for us. If you want to write for us, email us. Out, uh, not Outlook. <laughs> email us. Whoa. We are Tessellate at <laughs> Just Outlook. Just page him. <laughs> <laughs> email us, wearetesselate at Outlook.com. We'll have a proper email address once the website's up. But for now, you can do it there. You can chase us on all the social medias as we are Tessellate on pretty much everything. Um, and you can catch a podcast at our sister site, moviemurmurs.com. You can interfere with me using your words, uh, Mr. Al White on Twitter. You can send colloquialisms to Katie Watson. What's your Twitter handle? At Watson Dearest. And pictures of your headphones and boots to Haruka. At, at Haruka Abe. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's that's you my Twitter. Is there an actual question oh, mark in there? Oh, you didn't know how to say your second name as well. Oh my gosh! Uh, so you don't know what your handle is? Because you no. use Twitter. I think it's like my my actual is. name. Yeah, it is your actual name. Yeah, Veruca Abbey. Yeah. And if you're not very good with foreign names, just remember it's Veruca, but with an H instead of a B. And yeah. an A and a B mm. and an E. Exactly. Alpha, um, Bravo, Echo. Echo. There you go. And there you go. Nice. <laughs> So you might actually get some pictures of headphones and boots now. Ooh, yeah. exciting. You like those. You had good I boots do. on today. Thank I was admiring you. them in the, the pub yeah. earlier. They say, don't worry, be happy. Well, don't worry one boot with an unhappy face. Right. And then be happy with a happy face. Yeah. Yes, exactly. They're cool. Nice. I like them. Um, yeah, I expected in your five things, either headphones or boots to be one. Yeah. Damn it. I, I know. I was really surprised. Huh. Which, if you had to pick, which one's more important to you? Headphones. Really? Mm. So how do you pick when, you, when you're when you going to wear some headphones? Like, do you get them for different things or is it just for the style? Just, well, just you, they look the way you like them. Well, I listen to music all the time. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I don't have any like. I don't mean you walk around just. <laughs> <laughs> I do that sometimes when I want do people you? to think. I don't want people to interact with me. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I don't also want to be in my own world where I can't hear what's going on around mm-hmm. me. So I'll just put headphones on and then no one talks to me, but I get still listening. Yeah. Like I get right it now. Like right now. <laughs> Um, but yeah, you got some cool headphones. Did you did you get those lighting up ones in the end? Those Kickstarter ones? Oh, the ones with the ears. Oh, the cat ears. Yeah. No, I didn't. I missed that. I was missed buy that one for Christmas, but oh. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you love when people tell you the present that. they were going to get <laughs> yeah. you? You're going to be really happy, but oh, I uh, got you happy. socks instead. <laughs> no, not even. No. <laughs> didn't even. Uh, on that note <laughs> so we like to close out every week yeah. with a song like everything else if you want us to play one of your songs uh, just send us a t- uh, tweet or an email with a link to it and we are test late um, but you didn't this week so I'm going to play <laughs> a friend of mine uh, this is the drummer from Hefner now Hefner in the 90s were one of my favourite bands in the entire world they still are go check out Hefner 
the drummer is a lovely, lovely man called Anthony Harding. Um, very kindly through me bothering him. I became friends with him years and years ago. Uh, we played a couple of gigs together. He still chats to me. Uh, and he releases his own stuff, which is beautiful acoustic music. Um, so this is, he's kindly let us get uh, one of his new singles, which we get to play. This is called Walk With No Real Place To Go by Anthony Harding. You can find him on iTunes. You can find him on, I think, on Bandcamp. One of those things. Um, we'll just Google him. He pops up. It's all over the place. Lovely man. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I got nothing else to say. I feel like I'm Are missing. Are you sure? I, I Are feel like I'm sure? missing something. But okay. you know what? It's been a long day. I'm tired. If anyone's made it this far. Listen to this song. <laughs> just need to cut it out. <laughs> All right. Uh, that's the end. Geeks. Geeks. Geeks.